Welcome to Artists of New England. This is a podcast created to inspire you on your journey of artistic expression. Whether you are a career artist, a teacher, an emerging artist, or hobbyist, you can learn and gain support from your peers. We will explore the symbiotic relationship between these groups, lending insight and empathy towards each other. We will discover the where, when, why, and how of the creative process of artists living and working in New England, with occasional bonus interviews with gallery owners, collectors of fine art, and art historians. Perhaps today's show will bring you the aha moment you've been waiting for. Welcome to Artists of New England with your host, Laura Kessner-King. Today, I'm here in Portsmouth with Frank Heyer. Welcome, Frank. Well, thank you, Laura. Yeah. It's great to be here. It's so fun because this is one of the rare interviews where I couldn't find much on you on the web. It's a, yeah, it's it's sort of, you, if you go onto the dark web, you can find information <laughs> about me. But, uh, no one told me. Yeah. So this is going to be great. We're going to get to know you. and. Good. Find out all kinds of great things about your beautiful art, which oh, I'm sitting here admiring. Thank you, as I always do. Um, so, tell me, you're from Portsmouth now, but where were you born? Uh, I was born actually in the Midwest. I was born in Milwaukee. Uh-huh. Um, we we moved when I was about three, and uh, so I pretty much grew up on the South Shore of Massachusetts. Ah, nice. Down in a town called Duxbury, Massachusetts. Yep. Uh, um, and. You know, spent a lot of time on the water, and you know, oh, that's, nice. I think where I I developed my my love yeah. of uh, of all things beautiful. maritime. Hmm. Beautiful. So tell me, back to the beginning. What is your earliest recollections of artistic endeavors? Um, probably, I, you know what? I had a grandmother who who painted a little bit. Ah. And uh, what kind uh, of paint? She uh, she painted with oil. Oh. Um, there were uh, and you know uh, she's she's passed, so I feel I can speak frankly. Um, these were horrible paintings, <laughs> uh, and uh, but she uh, she she had a certain sort of infectious uh, element about her that, uh, and I and I remember sort of being intrigued at this idea that people created these yeah. images, right. Um, How old were you? When you I probably that? one of my earliest memories, probably you know, probably three or four years old. Wow! Um, so she did it not just a little hobby; she was really doing it a lot. She um, did she have it set up somewhere in her home? Not that, not that I, I not that I re- okay would remember. have remembered. Okay, um, but she uh, it was it was enough that uh, you know I think a lot of times people will uh, study. Painting with a with an artist, Ruth Jewell was an artist who she studied with, oh. uh, in, I believe Ruth Jewell was in Rockport, and nice. uh, and, and so on one of her trips uh, back out east, she she had brought some some painting supplies, and uh, <laughs> and I remember going into the woods and painting with her. And, uh, wow! So, so, oh my gosh! Yeah, which was kind of cool. Plein air yeah. excursions Plenary under the age of five. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Well, that's pretty cool. Wow. So what did you do after that? Did you pursue anything yourself? I, I guess I was I was always drawing. I was I was okay. probably the kid in class who was in uh, trouble for drawing. Who is in trouble for drawing, who uh, But the teacher must have appreciated. Yeah, usually. Occasionally they did. Uh, <laughs> I I had done a couple of uh, caricatures of, uh, of teachers that, <gasps> that uh, oh. did get me into a little bit of trouble. Uh, one, I remember, uh, uh, 
I remember one that we'd, we'd defined as the athletic supporter of the month. And, uh, he wasn't happy about that. He was my physics professor and I, I, uh, I, I did graduate, uh, from physics, but it was a touch and go for a little while. Uh, (laughs) Wow. So you jumped right into, you must've been pretty good at drawing at a young age. Yeah. I think it, I think it came, it came, uh, naturally to me, uh, just the idea of, of, of drawing and trying to distill what, what I observed into, uh, and just, were you just with graphite pencils or it, it, really anything, anything I available? could get my hands on, whether it was, uh, uh you were yeah. an addict a little bit. I always had a pencil behind my ear. I, yeah. I was, you know, I, uh, wow. you know, go, go in the other room and draw. Maybe that was a good way for my mom to get rid of me. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, yeah I, uh, it, it wasn't anything that I uh, thought of as, uh, unusual. Uh, wasn't unusual, but I didn't. I never thought of this as as something I would do as a profession or right. for a livelihood. Right. Um, and no one mentioned it to you ever through. Did you do any high school classes or? Uh, I th- we this is back in the day when they had they had art in yeah. in school. Right. And uh, yeah, it's funny because I I've talked with people about my experience in what was probably a sixth or seventh grade uh, art class where uh, I think her name was Mrs. Sarkeesian. Wow. Uh, had us working on a drawing for a couple of days. And at the end of two days or three days, whatever it was, she said, okay, rip it up and freaked me out. You yeah. know, I was like, what are you kidding me? I've been working on this drawing. I'm not going to, anyhow, what she wanted to teach us was, you know, yeah. don't be too in love with uh, the right. final product. Get used to the idea of drawing. And, right. and, uh, and wow. It was kind of an interesting thing for a uh, you know sixth or seventh grade kid to, to sure. learn not to worry about these being all that precious. Yeah. Do you um, think it helped you at that time? To- no, I was pissed. No, <laughs> I was. You pissed. didn't see the value of it. I didn't at see all. the value. It, it's a, it's something that I've thought of though huh. uh, often. And, You're not uh, going to do that in your drawing class, are you? Um, <laughs> you know what? I, to some degree, I I do. I I, I tried, and in fact, one of the things we we talk about in, uh, in, in my drawing classes is not being too caught up in, in, uh, the little details, you know, okay. worry, uh, yeah. but, uh, I think there's a, there's a lot of reasons to draw. Yeah. There's a lot of reasons to paint. Yeah. Um, and this is all of the stuff that we're doing is sort of an independent study. Mm. You know, this is, uh, it's really a, up yeah. to each of the students to decide what they want to do with it. I'm, I'm right. not going to have them crumple up their works, but uh, sure, okay, yeah. I feel safe. Yeah. Okay, so what did you do through college? Did you when did you get into paint? Actually, uh, I I didn't. I really didn't take uh, that many art classes in college. I, uh, I I I'm I'm Frank the third. Frank actually Frank the fourth. Frank S the third. I mm. I uh, was. I really believed that I was supposed to sort of follow my dad's footsteps. And okay. so for uh, the early part of my uh, education, I, you know, I was studying science and studying, mm-hmm. thinking I was going to be an engineer and realized uh, I, I don't, I don't want to be an engineer. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but I did, I took a lot of math and science and, and, uh, and I took a, uh, I took a lot of uh, liberal arts classes and graduated with a degree in psychology. And wow, then, uh, <laughs> that's a mix. <laughs> and then went back, actually, and, uh, I did go back and 
and studied uh, architecture at the Boston Architectural Center. And that was, that was, a, that was an interesting um, experience, going, both going back to school. Um, mm. And it, it felt a little bit like I was sort of combining art and drawing yeah. with that sort of engineering mind that, that I felt was probably uh, right. more appropriate for... Uh, was there any? There wasn't any computerized things coming on. You know, a, a little bit. There was a little bit of of uh, CAD stuff, the but CAD a, cam, a yeah. lot of it was uh, was you know hand drawing. Okay. And, uh, yeah, um, my dad was an engineer at Raytheon, and he helped work on that CAD cam thing. I remember cool. being real little cool. on him yeah. talking about it. But uh, so wow, yeah, you had all the hands on. So what did you do? What did you pick for a career? Well, so <laughs> with all well, that twenty five years, I ran. Uh, Shearwater architecture and design. I designed uh-huh. houses and designed furniture, and, nice. um, and and it was very enjoyable. Actually, I, there was a little bit of a design build uh, firm for a while where we were building building houses. And uh, okay, did you ever uh, build furniture? Yeah, I, and I I still did. My if, if my daughter hears this, she'll say, "Why don't you finish the bedroom set that you promised <laughs> me uh, six months ago?" So uh, uh, yeah, my dad had a little wood shop in the yeah. garage, he, and he would sell his furniture. Oh, that's very cool. In town. I know. Yeah, that's he, neat. he loved it. I I do love making things, and yeah. I think I think that that is part of the uh, part of the energy that makes makes art uh, attractive. Yeah, it's the process of creating something that perhaps has a narrative. Yeah. that perhaps captures something that uh, is intriguing. Right. Um, and I, I think I think people. I, it's interesting. I see sort of a common energy in people who are are makers, mm. whether it's uh, making art or making furniture or, or right. working as uh, working as engineers. I think it's the same as, as part of that process of, of mm-hmm. creation. Sure. Yeah. So, did you say twenty five years you did that? Mm-hmm. Okay. And what did you get into? When did you get into paints? Come on, <laughs> spilled beans. <laughs> well, you know what I. Um, because you're, I mean, you're still primarily, right? Is this I, graphite I'm looking at? It's actually a lot of charcoal? a lot of the work that I do is charcoal. I and I think and of myself color. more as a draftsman than I do as a okay, painter. Really? Um, okay. Um, but I do. I I I am a painter. I I do. Uh, I do a little of both. Uh, so is this oils over? Some of it's. Uh, you have to demystify all okay. this. Okay. <laughs> the 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 process sort of depends on the piece. Okay. Um, but. Actually, I do. Uh, I do marry my drawings uh, w- with my painting, uh, yeah. and there are times when I use a drawing almost as a as one might think of as an underpainting, okay. and then uh, uh, apply color as the other glazes. And when uh, did you get into doing that with your? It's just something that evolved. I think okay. uh, I I've worked with gouache and I've worked with. Uh, Less so with watercolor, which terrifies me. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel your fear. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a very different. I think it, it's a sort of a different mind frame mm-hmm. working with watercolor. Um, but the, uh, the 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 application of glazes over a drawing actually feels very natural, um, and it's just a way to sort of deepen the experience a little bit. So you were you were still continuing throughout your career to. To draw, when did it get a little yeah. more serious? Um, I I think a, a matter of a, a few years ago, I, I had a studio space uh, over in Kittery uh, that 
um, I was invited to participate in a great friend of mine, uh, Pamela DeLong, mm. uh, who she's I had, great. she's wonderful. Yeah. And I had met Pamela at a, at a drawing group, a figure drawing group mm. uh, that, that was maybe 25 years ago. Wow. And, uh, and I think she, she encouraged me. Um, my good friend, Todd Bonita encouraged me and, mm. uh, um, and my wife has been a great source of encouragement and really mm. sort of this almost insisted that, you know what, you need to figure out <laughs> what this means to you and, yeah. and make something of it. Oh, that's great. So, that's great. Um, so I'm, I'm still fairly new at it. But, yeah. uh, I, when did you come to Portsmouth? We came to Portsmouth in 90, um, oh, you've been here. What, probably 1992. Okay. I think it was. Yeah. Um, and so we've been, yeah, you know, we've been in the area for a whole, whole mess of years. And mm. uh, we have some great friends in the area and it's a great community. Great. I love it. So let's get into your process. Okay. This is going to be exciting. Okay. So, well, wait, do you, do you consider yourself full-time, part-time? This looks like it's pretty no, I'm, I'm in the studio every day. Full-time. Wow. And, nice. Uh, and I'm, I'm trying to produce art uh, with some level of, uh, Discipline, yeah, and some level of commitment, yeah, right? Um, With or without the inspiration, show up and do it. Yeah, I, I think you find inspiration, mm. um, and there's plenty. We live in an incredibly beautiful yeah. place, and yeah. um, I, and I think, in in all honesty, I think my friends and my family are my muse, yeah. um, and the experiences that we have in what is an extraordinarily beautiful part of the world, right. Um, there's, you know, there's a, there's a, I mean, it's, it's pretty incredible to, to travel around the world and then to come back here and sit, yeah. realize this is an extraordinary place. It's true. Um, yeah. I, I wholeheartedly agree. I spent 20 years in Ohio and it just, yeah, it has some beautiful things and parts, but no, nothing yeah. like this. No, it's true. It's true. Uh, yeah. so it's, I think, I think a lot of my work is sort of a celebration of place mm -hmm. um, and and uh, place and time. Um, most most of my work has some sort of a a figurative component to it, yeah. um, and and in, invariably it's about some shared experience and some something worth celebrating. Mm. Um, so, do you work from life? Uh, both um, life and. Uh, I, uh, and on site, uh, maybe in plain air, mm. um, I, I don't shy away from photographic references, okay. uh, and we'll use those sort of to create a uh, sort of a montage or a, or a, a you know, piece together or something that that uh, that feels uh, like a reasonable composition. Right. Uh, so. Nice. And what is this archival paper that's like? Multimedia? What is this you're working on? Yeah, it depends on depends on the piece, uh, and some of it's experimental. Some of it is. Uh, I mean, I've. I, uh, I think it's always disappointing when you uh, are maybe working on something just as a as a study, and uh, come up with something that you like and realize yeah. you know this really is not an archival yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, substrate to be working on. So I've gotten better about making sure that I respect uh, the process and yeah. use good materials and, and, uh, and you know what, there's a little bit of exploration. There's a little bit of investigation. Yeah. So, 
And then it's uh, you're framing these under glass. It looks like some of them are. Um, some of them, would, some of the works on paper mm. are framed okay. so under, is this under glass. Is that all just oil? Is that a foam? This is uh, this actually is a bit of a hybrid. That's a uh, it's it's a it started as a charcoal drawing. Wow. Uh, it it's a it was then sort of isolated with uh, clear gesso and then layers of glaze were applied uh, and then sort of building slowly up layers of more opaque paint. Is that on canvas or on It's on, on a, paper? It's on a, a, a heavy, uh, it's on a heavy, like an arches. Okay. Uh, it's paper. Yeah. So it's a big, beautiful portrait of um, a young girl studying, maybe having breakfast. Yeah. It's my daughter. It's your daughter. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. Just beautiful. And it looks, to me, from here, it just looks like a gorgeous oil painting on a canvas. So that's unique. Well, yeah. And I think, um, I, I think it, it, for all intents and purposes, it, it is an oil painting. Um, whether, I, I, and it's one of the things I, I sort of talk about in my drawing classes. Okay. Trying to break that idea that drawing is somehow rather different than painting. Yeah. Because I think you can you can approach you can approach drawing in a lot of different ways. Um, it, it can be about line. It can be about the same sort of smudges and and stains that that I think people think of as as painting, as core mm -hmm. to painting. Um, in in the uh, in, in the classes that I teach, I, I really try to make it clear that there is no distinction between drawing and painting. Mm. Um, the of course the processes do do uh, do shift, and there are different things going on chemically and all mm -hmm. the rest of that. But uh, um, I think ultimately it's about making marks. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love it. So the glazes you use, tell us about those. What what do they consist of? Uh, the the glazes consist of uh, some medium, whether it's galcate or or liquid. Uh, again, the idea is that I'm isolating the drawing, either with uh, with clear gesso, uh, or or actually, in some instances, I'll actually take liquid directly over a, a painting, which will create an alkyd layer. And then apply those glazes to that, and mm. we'll, we'll we'll see what history says. <laughs> so you're kind of making this up a little bit. Okay, uh, this there is there are historical precedents to this. Okay, not, uh, unquestionably. Yeah. Um, and so, but it's a lot of it is experimentation and yeah. and trying to find what makes sense to me and what what uh, creates the. Uh, the illusion that, that I'm after, because this mm -hmm. is about making and creating an illusion, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. So why did you choose this rather than? Well, I guess because you start with the um, the charcoal sketch, maybe. So. Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. it's a maybe it's a way. Maybe it's a bridge. Maybe uh, yeah. maybe it's a more natural progression for me. Maybe uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. So I just um, interviewed Lisa Newness as well, and mm. she does a lot on archival papers. I know. I know Lisa's pretty yeah. experimental. Yeah. 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 I love. I yeah. love uh, big stuff. She has these beautiful big gallons of oh. uh, latex paint that yeah. she'll work with, and uh, awesome. And Michelle Jung also has got 
archival paper she paints on yeah. as well. Yeah. Oils. To me, it was all new. I, and this is just in the last few weeks. I even found out about this stuff. I was like, wow, really? Yeah. What, painting, no painting on paper? Yeah. That yeah. I didn't realize that yeah. it was so versatile. And it's very intriguing. So. Yeah. Well, I think, um, like I said, I think there's uh, there's no shortage of ways to express yourself and to and to find things to make marks on. Mm -hmm. the, who's who's <laughs> the uh, who's the um, the graffiti artist who uh, oh who uh, oh, yeah who was in the news just recently when he shredded one of his works that you know yeah um, talking about making marks huh <laughs> yeah but again I think that's that's what this is about this is about right finding different ways to express yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your wow factor? How do you know when something's done? Um, you know what? It, I, I think you just know it. Um, I think some works um, come more easily than others. Um, some works are a struggle. Some yeah. works, you know, you, uh, you'll get into the middle of, uh, of something and realize that you're going to really have to work hard to, right. to make it work. Um, yeah. And some some things like this drawing in, in front of us here that I've got laid out so I can frame it. Mm. Um, some of these things happen in a matter of a couple of hours. Wow. Um, but the um, it really depends on the piece. It depends on I guess what you're uh, what you're inspired by, right? Do you do you tend to keep wrestling it and and you're going to make it submit and finish it or do you ever just give up and let's no, start over? No, no, no. I mean, I've got, I've got, I've got flat files full of, of drawings that are, uh, failures. Yeah. And um, what, do you go back and look to try to learn? Yeah. Sometimes I do some, yeah. and, and, and I probably go back every, uh, maybe every six months I'll go through and throw stuff away. Yeah. You know. And do you ever just have a really epiphany like, Oh wow. How did I not see that or something? Um, you no, know, sometimes I'll go back and say, well, that, you know what, there's there's something of integrity there. Mm. Um, and sometimes I'll go back and, and uh, uh, you know, I, I don't think I'm, I'm past the point of being horrified. Mm. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, uh, I, I, you know, those those are the ones that end up in the uh, in the fire pit. And, uh, and you yeah. filled it. So you feel that you've met that quota. Uh, yeah, yeah, I go back sometimes and I look and it's every occasionally I'll say, yeah, there's some signs of life there. Let's, let's yeah, revive you. Yeah. Uh, but most of the time I say, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? Well, about? I think, I think this is one of the fun. And again, I'm, I'm grateful to you and, uh, and, and to some of the other folks in our community for, for nurturing community and yeah. for encouraging, uh, us to sort of interact with one another, because I think yeah. oftentimes, um, Oftentimes, it, it's uh, it's the words of others that inspire you, right. and so, you know someone might might point out, you know, this there's some there's some real uh, integrity uh, in this piece. There's something that feels really mm. alive, or or uh, something about the light that that uh, that feels uh, yeah feels real, feels inspiring, um, and. And sometimes these are works that that you did and never gave it a second thought. Mm. Um, yeah. But I, I think that's that's the essence of what we're, we're doing, isn't it? Right? Yeah. We're yeah. we're uh, uh, sometimes these are exposed and sometimes they they lie dormant and no one ever <laughs> sees them. So. 
True. Until you die, then it all Until comes out. Until you die, and then it's a horrible thing. Kids that will people sell have them to, all and make millions. Or, <laughs> or you know, t- take trip after trip to the dumpster. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, They'll say, "Dad." Yeah, I can't I believe you didn't throw any of the stuff away. <laughs> okay, what defines success for you as an um, that's a great question. Um, I, I, I think um, I think if you were to ask my wife, it might be a different answer. Which uh, she portrays your success to be as an artist, you mean? Yeah. I well, I think I, I think first and foremost, I think uh, this is this is a solitary uh, endeavor. Mm-hmm. You know, we we uh, were. I'm not sure what draws us all to create art. It's it's kind of a mystery. Yeah. Um, and, and the idea of somehow or other defining whether a work is successful or not is, uh, so subjective, mm-hmm. so entirely subjective. Um, I think ultimately if you feel good about it, if you feel like, uh, you know, the, if there's, uh, if there's some implied narrative, if you're successful in expressing that, mm-hmm. uh, if there's a mood or or some light that you're hoping to capture, right. uh, I mean that's that's what that piece is all about. It's just about yeah. the light. Yeah, um, and so I, I I think there's a lot of ways that you can measure success. You can measure success monetarily. Sure. Um, I I think you know if you were to ask uh, if you were to ask. Uh, Andy Warhol, uh, who talked about this idea that you know commerce is the is the highest art form, yeah. uh, it might be a different answer than mm-hmm. than if you asked you know another artist. So, I, for me, um, I think I think the work is successful if it if it if I'm able to sort of realize the uh, um, realize the 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 intended um, aesthetic. If I if I can if I can somehow or other mm. capture a moment or or capture light or or express um, something that I feel deeply about, right? It's successful. And do you need? <clears throat> I mean, do you feel like your own confidence in that being a beautiful outcome is enough, or do you feel like you also need some validation from? Well, I think we all artists. we all like. Uh, uh, occasionally to receive some validation. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, um, it's, it's, it's a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I, I, I need to be more generous, uh, about, um, and, and more willing to sort of allow my work to be seen by others. Uh-huh. And so that's, that's something that I struggle with a little bit really? to make okay. sure that I, yeah. I, I, I do, um, make an effort to, to get my work out. I, uh, is it a fear of, Oh, I'm sure there's a little bit of, a little bit of, uh, am I, am I, uh, am I good enough? Am I smart enough? And doggone it. Do people like me? Right. (laughs) Well, we all do around here. Well, so have you ever made a piece that you just like, Oh my gosh, this is one of my best. It's beautiful. And then maybe you've had a fellow colleague come along and, Give a few pointers and yeah. kind of knock it down a bit. Rarely, no. Rarely, I, um, you know, I think, and, and part of that, I think, I, I'm less thin-skinned than I used to be. <laughs> uh, so I, I care a little bit less about 
what my peers say about it. Um, but I'm also, I, I'm really very much aware of the fact that I, I have an incredibly uh, supportive group of, of peers and friends mm-hmm. right. uh, who, who are, typically aren't shy of telling me when something sucks uh, <laughs> um, or, or, or are able to sort of offer constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I've forgotten what the question was now. <laughs> okay, what, let's push it further because yeah. when you get to that yeah. point and yeah. it's, you know, wow to you, it's done, you yeah. feel successful. Yeah. How long does that last for you before you have to start another one, get going on another one? A day, a week? I, no, I, you <laughs> I mean, you might just have so many yeah. in process that. I, I will create, um, I will create some work of art every day. Yeah. Whether it's a, whether it's a, a, a sketch for another work that might turn into a painting down the road mm. or uh, something that might be in my notebook that captures my, my interest mm. um, or, or maybe pulling out a work that I, uh, I felt was unfinished and mm. I want to, I want to revisit and, and look at further. Um, I, you know, I, I am, I'm extraordinarily anal about things like framing and, uh, I typically make my own frames. Wow. Um, uh, and I know, I know, um, my studio mate is laughing at me. And that it would be. Damn him. What's Todd Benita, right? Todd Benita. <laughs> um, Todd is great advice. And one of the things he always tells me is, you know, stop doing these stupid drawings and paint. It's so much easier to frame. <laughs> uh, and, uh, oh. uh, and, you know, it, uh, in fact, I was talking with a, uh, a good friend, John, at Image Arts today about uh, best practices for archival treatment of these and uh you know his his response is uh, well you might you might think about just working on standard sizes that would be that would be a great thing to start with and uh oh boy but i think uh, i think that my process is more organic mm-hmm. I, I think i tend to uh I, I tend to work and this is this is funny because it was true in in architecture as it is in in uh in the production of artwork, I, I think we all see things in a different scale. And I think you can be working on a drawing, you can be working on a piece that you start off on a small scale and it's not happening. Mm-hmm. And if you can go to a larger scale, mm-hmm. sometimes it works. Sometimes if you're working on a larger piece, you realize this isn't gonna happen until I bring it down to a smaller scale. Huh, so I, have you noticed this? Yeah. In I your homework? Yeah. yeah. But that's, it's probably why some things didn't work. I just didn't take the, <laughs> I didn't take the clue. Well, it's, it's <laughs> so just, now I'll have to think that. Yeah. I, it's, I think it, I think it uses almost a different part of the brain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that. That's a great thought. So I think the piece of artwork that you're making wants to be a certain size and you can either. You have to listen. You can, I think, I think it pays to listen to yourself. Huh. You know, this there, as I said before, there are no rules in this and, uh, what works for one person is not going to work for another. So you've got to listen to yourself yeah. and trust, trust yourself. Yeah. Um, so at the end of the day, is it the journey of the day that's invigorating or the, wow, you did something really great today? Well, I think, I think the journey is, is a meditation. Mm. Um, I, I, I think, uh, the, the process of making art 
is is very meditative. Mm-hmm. Um, you we're, we go someplace someplace else, yeah. um, and and so that that is uh, that's to some degree its own reward. But uh, I I think I think when I'm able to um, when I'm able to sort of say what it is I want to say when I'm able mm-hmm. to express what I'm hoping to express. Right. Then it, then it feels good. Great day. Yeah. Love it. Okay. And how are you working to cultivate this career with all these beautiful works that are piling up and need to get out into the world? So, <laughs> that's the hundred thousand dollar question, Laura. Thank so you, you have a great Instagram. A, what what great. are you doing past this? Because yeah. I see no website. I see. There is a website. Oh, there is. There how did is. I miss it? Uh, because it's fairly new and because ah. it's not, uh, it's not linked to search engines right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So people could find you on Instagram. People can find me uh, on, and on, on Instagram. My website is listed. It's uh, just frankhire.com. Wow. Yeah. Pretty simple. Yeah. I, uh, I missed that one. That's okay. That's okay. Um, the, uh, so it's, it, uh, again, I'm, I'm trying to uh, be more responsible uh, in getting my work out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to uh, be more mindful of uh, relationships that I could cultivate with uh, mm-hmm. galleries, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's that's sort of the next part of the journey. Nice. And how many do your kids have? How many works do my kids yeah, have? Because mine have uh, a ton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think my daughter's over it. Uh, I think she's like yeah. she's onto the frame, yeah, she, the furniture. She she's on to yeah. Finish the furniture, then we'll talk oh, about the art, Dad. I love it. Uh, yeah, she's also she's uh, she's going to be sixteen in uh, in a matter of weeks, uh, and uh, so I'm I'm just grateful that she actually talks to me once in a while. I feel pretty <laughs> lucky there. I'm not pushing the art on her, Kristen. If you're listening. Uh, <laughs> You know, I'll finish the furniture. Then we can talk then about we can art. Talk. Yeah, oh, I love it. she actually uh, is pretty talented as well. And mm. there's there's a there's a good stack of artwork that of hers that I actually am hoping to frame in the coming nice. months. So yeah. she's she's pretty unique. Nice. Yeah. Do a show together. There you go. Yeah. Great. So that's an upcoming event. We'll look for that. <laughs> Get yourself out there, Frank. Yeah. Um, what's your greatest challenge in all of this? I, I think being willing to expose yeah. myself to the public. I yeah. think uh, putting this stuff out there and, right. and, uh, um, and, and, and being, being responsible to, uh, to, to, to that idea that, you know, this, this is to be shared with others. Um, <laughs> Whether whether it's monetized or not, I, I don't you know that mm-hmm. it's certainly that's one side of it. But I, I think uh, I think we all uh, we all have uh, sort of a love hate relationship with with our craft, <laughs> and uh, and I think we all probably need to be a little bit more charitable, a little, little bit more loving to ourselves. Yeah, uh, we do. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 So I think that's my biggest challenge is, is to, is to say, all right, here's my work. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is. Beautiful. Tell us a bit about this class that you, you've started and may or may not continue. I'd love to hear. About well, what's happening. I, I think what I'm trying to create is, is uh, a community because mm-hmm. I, I think the, uh, and, and I have Todd to thank for this. Um, 
Todd really encouraged me to, to, to do this, to, to teach drawing. Um, and I think there's a tremendous number of people who love the idea of drawing. Yeah. Um, and whether, whether it's about uh, drawing in service of painting, whether it's about, uh, you know, having a sketchbook and wanting to feel more competent and more mm-hmm. comf- comfortable yeah. uh, capturing uh, moments uh, in your travels or uh, whatever it is. I think, I, I think there, there's a lot of reasons to draw. I think foundationally, all art begins with drawing. Yeah. All painting ultimately owes its, uh, its debt of uh, foundational gratitude to, to drawing. Sure. And so my goal with the drawing class is to, is to get people um, to draw mm-hmm. in any number of different ways. Um, and, and I'm trying to uh, allow this to be a little bit self-directed. Okay. We, uh, we, we, have, we have exercises that we, that we encourage. And, uh, and I'm trying to uh, open this up to a lot of different areas that figure drawing, we're doing some portraiture, we're doing some uh, plein air work where people are, are out in the field and trying to capture something mm. that uh, is meaningful. And we're looking at things that uh, are, uh, again, foundational to whether it's drawing or painting to composition mm-hmm. and, uh, and sort of allowing drawing to, to sort of... Uh, be a good foray into this world of art. Nice. Hmm. So if someone could is interested, they would just contact you through your Instagram maybe or through your they website? can contact me through my Instagram or they can uh, they can send me an email. Okay. Uh, and what's that? That is uh, fhire f h y e r at m a c dot com. Okay, great. And we didn't talk about who inspires you. What artists inspire you? You know what? I, um, I think I think uh, I find inspiration from a lot of different artists, um, from Degas to uh, to N.C. Wyeth, uh, uh, and I think there's such a great, rich uh, number of artists to be inspired by. I, mm-hmm. I tend to be inspired by artists where there's a little bit of a narrative component. Some of the great uh, illustrators of uh, Howard Pyle's day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, I, I'm absolutely in, in love with uh, the uh, the works of uh, Bastien Lepage and and these uh, 19th century uh, French artists who were you know trying to f- capture something about uh, agrarian life that was sort of fading fast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Boy, there's no shortage of, of, <laughs> of inspirations. Okay, who would you go spend the day with if you could? Any artist, past or present, and what would you do? Past or present, and what would I do? Um, hmm. We know it would be Todd here all day. <laughs> Todd, Todd Benita, absolutely. We got, I've done that, and it's been, uh, yeah, it's, it's, that's wonderful. He's a great, great guy. And I, it's interesting, I think, I think a lot of, um, those characters who are inspirational to Todd have been great inspirations to me as well. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's been kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I would probably be interested as much as he was a hermit and as much as I think he was, uh, uh, he didn't connect terribly well with people. Uh, Winslow Homer fascinates me. Mm. 
Um, I, I, I would, I would love to understand, uh, Homer's work a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, um, you know, I think, uh, uh, Soroya, uh, who had this tremendous family life and whose work I think was so greatly inspired by his time on the beach with his family. Mm -hmm. Um, Anders Zorn, the great, uh, Swedish artist who I think is no, well known for his portraiture, but who the, the works that he uh, did of his native uh, Sweden, they, they feel very much like the islands of Maine. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's great reverence and great love mm -hmm. in these works. Um, so I, I take a, take an afternoon with any one of those guys. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. You're amazing. Okay. So again, Instagram. Yeah. And uh, your website is on there, a link to it. Yeah. We can find you. you can. This you is can. great. Yeah. So we'll look forward to seeing your stuff out there soon. Thank you, Laura. Very soon. It's very, very intriguing, this process. Thanks, Laura. And yeah, it's beautiful a, work. I appreciate it. And I, uh, I'm so grateful uh, to you for the gift that you've given this community and oh, connecting people who are connected to the arts. And, yeah. And, uh, it's been fascinating. Yeah. It's, I've, just enjoyed this immensely getting to know people and learning so much. Yeah, it's a great, so, it's a great gift. A lot we'll of keep fun. it moving forward. Thanks so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye. If you found inspiration from today's show, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and share it with a friend or two on social media. Also, take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes or share your takeaways from today's show on artistsofnewengland.com under today's episode. And while you're there, you'll find links to the topics mentioned in today's show. And don't forget to peruse the growing library of podcasts and resources. Thanks for listening. you got beauty to share with the world that no other human has. So get in the ring and pick up that brush.